0: This is the relevant podcast. It's episode one thousand one hundred and twelve, and it's the relevant podcast here in Orlando. I'm your host Cameron Strang, and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, is Jesse Carey. Hello, hello, from Nashville, Tennessee. Artist (laughs) producer mogul downtown Emily Brown. Uh, Hey, (laughs) y'all. Derek is in Dubai right now, so you got his intro.
1: And joining he us, is legit in Dubai, yeah, yeah,
0: he's in Dubai.
1: Such a flex. He got paid
2: 150k to for a, a prince of Saudi, his son's birthday party, sweet sixteen. So, oh my gosh, he's, doing a, yeah, he's, he's doing, doing a bar mitzvah. Yeah, he's doing a bar mitzvah for one of the Saudi <laughs> prince's sons. I don't know if that makes sense, but. <laughs> and
0: there in LA, he's back after two weeks off. Uh, please welcome our newest cast member from Social Club Misfits. It's Marty. I know you guys miss me. It's good to see you guys. We did, man. We, we did. did. You, had, you had an adventurous was, couple of weeks. You, yeah. the fir- you were in Hawaii. I was in Hawaii. And then you were at an award show winning nothing.
2: Yeah, Ooh. so I feel oh. like I'm Leonardo DiCaprio oh. at this point. I get nominated for everything and I win nothing. So that's really Susan exciting Lucci. to feel. You, know? you
0: are Christian hip hop Susan Lucci. Yeah,
2: you. I am. Okay. I am just getting nominated, just to get nominated at this point. Um, it's a privilege hey, it's a to be party. honored. It's a privilege. I got to perform too. It's a privilege. Hey. But I would like to take one home.
1: You have the you have the opportunity to do something I've always wanted to do, which is so. For people that don't know, when we record these, we use a we use an app that uh, allows us to see all four of each other's faces. Yeah. Um. Uh. And you know, I've always wanted to be at an awards show. And I'm one of the nominees for something. Doesn't matter what the award is. And it's it's and they put them on the screen uh, and, and it's like Brady Bunch mm-hmm. style, yeah. yep. you know, in the cubes, like we're looking at each other now. And you can see the reaction on everyone's faces yeah. when they announce the true winner. And I and, and usually people are very gracious. I was not. Like, oh, it's OK. I didn't win. But I'm happy. I'm happy for, not, you know, uh, uh, Claire Danes here or whatever. <laughs> I would I would be staring so intensely at the like, camera. Please be me. Please be me. Please <laughs> be me. And, and as soon as they d- inevitably don't announce by name, I would have the you know the most over the top yeah. reaction I was
2: like Joey Tribbiani and friends when he didn't win the soap opera award and he was like what the and then they cut yeah. to me as soon as i put my hand down I'm like i was like what the and they went to uh, lacrae's face instead cuz he won
1: <laughs> yeah i was like I- I- and then it cuts back to you and you're stormy <laughs> out it's actually, just the it was. Of you. that's the funny
2: true story Jesse. Uh, actually when they when they said it i had to get up for my performance so it did look like a storm out but it wasn't tech, and all the other nominees <laughs> who were performing, so like me, Toby, Toby Mac, uh, Grits, like we're all sitting around each other. So they're like, they're saying, and I was like, I I, I looked at the camera actually, and when they were announcing, it, I put Lecrae, I just said it, and he did win. I was like, I just knew it was going to happen. So I said it to the camera, I was like, Lecrae, I was like, I know we're going to, I'm going to lose this one.
1: But but here's the thing, like look at look at Kanye when he went and and stormed the stage when 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 Taylor Swift was winning that award all those years ago. Yeah. Look at Will Smith in, yeah. in the slap. Yeah. People are still talking about it. People people all they these do. years he did later. The he did the both limp, of those incidents. The limp slap. The, the <laughs> People still reference it. I think, Marty, next year, you have an opportunity. I want you to storm the stage if Lecrae wins another award and just try to rip it oh out of God. his hand. And maybe He's you could really text big. him beforehand. You be have
2: like, enough. Have <laughs> you yeah. ever seen the Wolf yeah. Farrell when Prince won and he was going to go up and just say, hey, I'm Prince. Even though, you know, he was fully dressed yeah. as Wolf Ferrell. I'm going to go up there and be like, hi, my name is uh, Bill Gaither. And thank you for this award. <laughs> yeah, I'm Just a privilege and. God bless y'all.
1: Mark Lowry. Yeah, my I'll name be, is Mark Lowry, Lowry, Lowry. And how big is your Bible? You know, <laughs> my favorite all time. And maybe we could play a clip and post. Yeah. Uh, uh, but where Will Ferrell has won the um, Mark Twain Comedy Prize, which I don't know if you guys have ever watched it. Like it's it's that, an yeah. award ceremony. It's an award ceremony on. I think it's like on PBS, <laughs> and it's pretty st- for for a comedy award. It's pretty stylish. It is a, I think it's on see.
0: CBS. It's it's at. It's a it's big deal. Up at are you the, saying CBS or Center. PBS? I
1: think it's on P- PBS. PBS. I think it's a public. Isn't that bar. what I said?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. PBS. It's at the Kennedy Center. It's a highfalutin yeah. affair. It's a high society. Yeah, honoring comedy. Yeah.
1: Exactly. But for a comedy award, it's it's, you know, usually you don't associate comedy with a highfalutin thing at the Kennedy yeah, Center. But right? the thing is, like, right. Yeah. And, and usually the comedian's speech is is about like the significance of comedy in in, in culture <laughs> right. to expose truth. And, and it's, it's usually it's not like this, you know, ha ha funny affair. Well, Will Ferrell when he won, they like the thing is they have like usually a bust the, the president of,
0: is there, right? And oh wow, like, yeah, yeah, like it, it's like, a, yeah, the it's like a big deal. Yes, yes, yes. oh wow.
1: <laughs> and so usually they what they do is like they the award is not a trophy; it's a bust, uh, like a life size head of Mark Twain, oh, wow. like made of bronze, right? And uh, and it sits on like a pedestal and it's very, it's very, you know, like I said, it's very prestigious. It's like you're walking through the halls of some yeah, college or something. and You see like the bust of the, the first president of the school, mm-hmm. like an Ivy League school. Anyway, somehow Will Ferrell had had arranged it so that they had like a fake one that would shatter. Oh. <laughs> And he came in, and as soon as he comes up on stage, he knocks it off the podium and shatters on the floor, and he picks up the pieces <laughs> of Mark Twain's head and puts it back on the podium. And he's like, oh, this is so awkward. He's like, I um, I actually uh, wrote the speech, and I was going to read it to the bust of Mark <laughs> Twain, and... Um, but that's what I have. And so it's the whole his speech is him reading things. He's like, when I look into your eyes like that's a writer funny. like Mark Twain, and it's it's just Dang, the crumbled pieces. <laughs> that was the all time award show. That was a great like, one. Yes. It's hard. hard. It's Thank hard to get for that. Doing I mean, that.
2: there's yeah. also another good one was uh, Steve Carell. When he's like, I didn't I didn't expect to win, but my wife, she won. She gave me a speech. So throughout the whole yeah. speech he's like thanking his wife, like I just wanna thank my How wife who put her life on pause yes. for me. You know, like uh-huh. she's saying all these things.
0: Well, you know, the good news is, you know, it's a lot of pressure to come up with an iconic acceptance speech. And Marty, you'll never have to deal with that. So that's that, oh, that's whoa, the good news. Whoa, whoa. So I, I, yeah.
2: And the funny thing is, every time I win, I just I'm not there. Right. Like the last time I won, we beat Kanye West, we beat Lecrae and it was 2020. So I'm like, I wasn't even there to accept it. But I this time I was going to if I did win, I had a, a funny speech prepared. But um, yeah, it just didn't work out. Well, I'm actually, working you know on the. Let me do a speech right no. now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, do it. No. Do it now. Tell
3: us the accepted. All right, this now. is what I was gonna, gonna do. Prepared. I was gonna say I didn't expect to. Were you to win. gonna thank the relevant podcast? Uh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Think for like this opportunity. Think
2: um I was gonna <laughs> actually say, like, listen, I wasn't prepared. In a nutshell, so I wasn't prepared, so I had uh ChatGPT write me my speech. And then I was gonna be like, I just wanna thank this award show for and the voters for the, you know, just do like a very <laughs> Uh, Like robotic speech that was not. And then I was just going to, and then I was going to, at the end, I was going to scream out, um, you know, let's end the war between Israel and (laughs) Palestine and, um, you know, that, you know, Hamas. And yeah, that's what it's Hamas and stuff like that. I have really no idea what's going on, but that thing needs to stop. Because that's what celebrities are doing, right? They're singing Imagine. I love it.
0: I have no idea what's going on, but I know I need to say something about it because I'm a celebrity. Yeah, I have no
2: idea, but right now it's trending, so I need to say something because that's how we move in our culture.
3: Right. I'm surprised so we, we haven't had right an imagined right video yet, because they waited like three days to do that for yes. COVID. Oh, no. Oh, but they did do the open about it letter. Often. Did you see that, Emily,
2: the open letter? They're like, open oh, letter by um, by like five celebrities. And they're like, you know, I'm like, what are they going to do? What are celebrities going to do with the Middle Eastern conflict? Really?
3: They're going to solve it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Katy Perry. Girl. I really appreciate you signing
0: an open <laughs> Open letter. <laughs> Peace in the Middle East, finally, because <laughs> Katy Perry got involved. All right. Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, uh, we talked to Ellie Holcomb. We also have your feedback at the end of the show, but stay tuned up next. Right now, it's Relevant Buzz. <laughs> You're listening to Bob Jr. and Dent May. The song is I-K-W-Y-D-L-S.
4: Season four of The Chosen is in theaters now, and the reviews that count are in. Amazing. Did not disappoint.
0: Flurry of emotions. It was powerful,
1: heartbreaking, uplifting.
3: You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see The Chosen Season 4.
4: Episodes 1 through 3 of The Chosen Season 4 are in theaters till February 14th. So visit TheChosenRiseUp.com and get your tickets now. That's TheChosenRiseUp.com for
0: tickets today. All right. It is time for... Relevant Boys. All right, tell us what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture this week, Emily.
3: Yeah, there's some really exciting news. Uh, Kat Von D, the tattoo artist who was on Miami ink and LA ink. And she does like makeup. Now she's done kind of a lot of things really. Uh, but she recently posted on Instagram that she got baptized and, uh, she's been on a spiritual journey for a while now. Last year, she renounced the occult and like tarot cards, witchcraft, which very supportive of supportive of her renouncing it, not supportive of witchcraft. I want to clarify sure. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's like, talked a little bit more about her journey. Um, but she recently shared a video, kind of sharing why she wanted to go public with all of this, and she decided, you know, she doesn't want to be the poster child for Christianity, but she just wanted to encourage someone who maybe was also going through a similar journey. That you know, if she can do this, then anyone else can. Um, which I thought was great. But what I really wanted to do. Did, talk- did
0: you see the the clips of her in church? Yes. So, it, so you would think Kat Von D, she's L.A. You'd think she goes to Mosaic or something. She's sitting right behind Marty. You know what I'm saying? Nope. She's in like small town Indiana. Small town Indiana church, like with a choir with robes, all white haired people, like tiny church. She's in the choir. She's singing in a robe with all the old ladies. And then she was baptized. And there's like, there's like a, Painting mural on the mm-hmm. wall behind it. It is an old school church. The choir, like, I was,
3: I was shocked. The choir video is so funny because it kind of like pans all eight people that are in the choir, and it really is like your grandmother's. This like all yeah. there, and then Kat Von D, who love yeah. her. She has, she does not look like a white grandma. She looks. She is <laughs> the only person pink, under tattoos, that entire on building. She wears like dark clothes, so and she's still her like. It's so fun.
2: I I love the fact that that church didn't change who they were and she was attracted to it. And then we have all these cool churches that couldn't reach her based on anything because they're just too cool. Like we always are trying to like make the gospel cool and it doesn't really work like that, you know?
1: It's kind of awesome. Yeah. Well, real talk. I, I watched that video too. I don't know if I ever told the story. When I was like in maybe ninth grade, I went to a Baptist high school. And they did choir tour and I did not sing and was not in the choir. But if you did choir tour, you Mm. got out of school for several (laughs) days and you and you went to like I'm talking you go to deep into North Carolina, okay, deep to parts of the state I've never been. And each church was like that, like, you know, mahogany wood, like old school steeple. And you go and perform at one of the church services all I, all I, when I was watching the Cat Von D video, smell I, could, it. I could, I could, sm- yeah. like smell it because <laughs> some of the best meals I ever had in my life were, it, were <laughs> on that choir tour. It was, I mean, you know, it, it was plastic utensils, paper plates, but I'm talking fresh baked bread, oh yeah, like the fried chicken, right? the, the Jesse, potluck after is a beautiful experience. Yeah, you, you could tell, it was. I mean, if this is a restaurant idea for everyone. <laughs> Someone out there do it because I'm telling you it would be a hit in every in every town. It's called Baptist Potluck, right? And <laughs> and and you there's no menu. You it, it's just a bunch of crock pots. Like just laid out on a folding table and there's a stack of paper plates and those decorative like napkins that don't really <laughs> yes, they just smear yes. stuff mm-hmm. around and don't absorb. You just grab it and then there's pitchers of tea so sweet like you crunch mm. the sugar and you drink it. That's
0: what and- Golden Corral is. I, I, I was up in the mountains this summer. <laughs> In a small town, and the only restaurant they had was Golden Corral. Wow. So we went to Golden Corral there the first there time in twenty something thirty years. No, but that but, is what it is. It's crockpot. But, but you're talking
3: about no. But you're no, talking but, like crockpot. No, I know what
1: you mean like a crockpot meal. I'm talking literal crockpots. I'm talking and there's no tables. They're just fold up chairs just <laughs> around
3: the, the perimeter like the food's of the room. Still in the like crockpot, yeah. it's still being worn. The tables yeah, it, are, it, have that it's, thin it's plastic made,
1: cover that you can
2: like literally make a hole yeah. really quick with your fingers. <laughs>
1: It looks like a fellowship hall. All the waitresses are wearing like long floral gown. It's It doesn't look like a restaurant. Yeah. You walk into the fellowship hall and you just that's load up a, soup a plate. That's called the kitchen. You know? That's
2: called a homeless shelter. That's what that's called, Jesse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's like, I have a great idea. To you feed also get a hungry. coat, no, so lot. there's a <laughs> yeah. benefit to go there. You get a coat if you go there. Um, you know. Jesse, before we move on to the next uh, buzz item, yes. I have to ask you – You are holding a new microphone, and you are holding the microphone that that girl who does the awkward interviews on TikTok holds. Oh, Bobby holds. Oh, Bobby. Yeah, Yeah. Bobby. What was your thought process in choosing the Bobby mic? And you're holding it in your hand uh, just like she does, so it's very reminiscent.
1: uh, My check engine light, (laughs) if you you must know, my check engine light came on yesterday, and I needed to take my car into the mechanic this morning meaning uh i i was you know i put a bicycle in the back because i can ride my bike to the mechanic and I did not want to ride all the way into the, my office, and so I decided to record from home. And this is what I found Oops. in the drawer—pretty cool, huh? <laughs> it I is. I feel like I should be under the covers with Drake. Exactly. Pause, yeah. That's this, yeah. this mic is having a moment in podcast world, thanks to. It really Bobby is. Right like now. all the, <laughs> By the, way,
0: all the, the the girls who do like the the podcasts and they shoot them on their couch and it's all well lit. They all hold those mics. Wow. So you are in well, with the girl TikTok podcaster scene right now. SR Mike. Now
1: here, okay, I have I. I, I do appreciate her show and this is not me disparaging her at all, but it's very disorienting seeing her podcast interviews, which I do think are funny. I, I I enjoy a dry, awkward sense of humor, awkward interviews, but I've been seeing multiple like shorts, you know, pop up on of her as a guest on other shows. Yeah. Like I saw her sitting down with like Dave yeah. Portnoy and a couple of people and she's being herself and she's not the dry yeah. sense of humor. And it's very, it's very disorienting. I yeah. feel like she's got to commit to the, look, she yeah. knows what she's doing. Andy coughs the, the whole way. it's down. very, it's viral yeah. and funny. Or Borat the yeah, whole Borat way. Yeah, Borat the whole yeah, way. Yeah, well, yeah and cheap. that's what I'm saying. Like, commit to the character. Because when I see her break character, it makes the interview not fun for You hit it on the head. I never realized that, but you, you hit it on the head. Me. That's real.
3: Yeah, after I saw her, like, real personality, it was like this, like, knowing this is truly just like a schtick, like, I just didn't, I didn't love it. She's got to commit to it. Like Well, and
0: now, like, she's... She's been doing a lot more of them. And it's like like a <laughs> yeah. lot more of her awkward interviews. And it's like the more she does it, the less funny they are. Yeah, to you're me. right. Because it's like, it was the insane awkwardness of this A-plus level celebrity being asked inane questions. And now it's just like, they're not all at the Drake level. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. now the guests are get, like dropping yeah. down tears. And they're all in on the joke. So they're trying to mess yeah. with her. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, you got to be... Zach Galifianakis, Between Two Ferns, level. Comedian yeah, you should always see able bloopers. to pull this off and keep it fresh. You should never see the real. Right.
3: Yeah, I do think the yeah. frequency thing is it too. Like, my favorite awkward interviews are, I don't know if you've ever watched Kyle Mooney. He used to do like awkward interviews yeah. on oh, YouTube. Yeah. He's great. Painfully yeah. awkward. Yeah. Um. Those are my favorite. And it's, but he didn't do them often. Less is more. Less, Less is, is more. more. That's yeah. Right. And it's like, there's yeah. only maybe a handful of those videos, but I will rewatch those videos all the time.
1: Well, he I would go between two ferns the all the time because of the same yeah. thing. Like they're classic. Well, Kyle Mooney would do man on the street. It weren't even celebrity <laughs> interviews. Know. He would just go up to people on the street and be like, "Rap or rock, bro? Rap or rock?" And he would get really mad when people said rap. He's like, "Nah, man, rock." <laughs> My favorite rock. is the and that, that was the entirety he went to a baseball game
3: and he was like mumbling to baseball players like, hey, oh, you get the pitcher name? And like that, <laughs> and they'd be like, "What? What?" And it was so uncomfortable. I'm going to watch it like after this afternoon. I need to watch them again.
0: <laughs> Jesse, you got the mic for it. You can go be a viral sensation right now. I'll tell you who, though. No disrespect to Bobby because she's blowing
1: up and I, and, and and it's really hard to, to cut through the noise. And I think she's very funny. So I don't I, I want to be on record. I think she's funny. Yeah. But I think the person on the top of the awkward interview game right now. In my opinion, the ones that I get the most enjoyment out of is Caleb uh, Presley. Oh yeah, yeah, he's great from Barstool. Um, he uh, he's done Drake. He, yeah, from Barstool, he's done Drake. Oh, he's yeah. done. Um, oh, yeah. Danny McBride has Bula. Everyone he is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was amazing. He, and I watched like he got my algorithm because I was firing through. Uh, the, you know, um. They, his, uh, what are they called, like Sunday, conversation. Sunday Conversations? I think it's the yeah. name. Of, yeah. Because they started and out so by firing. eating
0: Sundays while he did the interviews. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and they released them on Sunday. So, he, yeah. Yeah. Well, and now they're sponsored by like Tito's or something. something so, like, yeah. they, they, like, very obviously, like, incorporate Mama the sponsors. Sita. Can like, I ask
0: so you a new segment yeah. uh, brought to you by Mamacita, yeah, Mama whatever Sita. it's called? He's like, well, yeah, what am yeah, I supposed yeah. to say? Yeah, so, of course,
1: but I so I watched a I don't again I don't know who's gonna find this interesting but it, I watched the I, he got in my algorithm so one morning I'm up having coffee and I'm I'm you know doing what we do we're scrolling and I saw like how Caleb Pre, the Caleb Presley story and I was like you know I'm kind of curious how do you become because he works for Barstool but it's not really sports related content it's mostly just celebrities that he's just doing incredibly awkward yeah. interviews with. And he was a quarterback, I think. For it was a Division One school, I think it was UNC. And he was like a a, a a third string quarterback that never played. And he decided to go abroad and, and and like study in Scotland. And he had so much fun. When he came back, he told the football coach, "Like football is lame. It's I got to get up too early. I got to work <laughs> too hard. I'm just gonna go travel." And the football coach said, no, you're too good of a presence in the locker room. What if we give you a oh, coaching wow. position? And he, they named him like the coach of inspiration and morale. And they gave him an office. And he's a student. And he would be on the sideline. And his job in college was just to make the football That's team awesome. laugh. Like win or lose, Caleb's going to go in in the locker room, just make everybody laugh. And he, and, he, and, he, and he parlayed that into to his career as awkward interviewer. So good for him.
0: I'm looking at him right now. He did go to UNC. There he is in uniform. Wow. Anyway, yeah. okay. Well, uh, what else was it? What else is going on this week? We're in the middle of buzz, Emily. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, <laughs> not a good way to transition this, but um, I do want to talk about this kind of surprising trend that's happening with Gen Z. Um, a new report found that a growing number of Gen Z are moving away from urban city areas in favor for like simpler lifestyles in like the Midwest and the mountain regions.
0: Why? Because it's cheaper.
3: Part of it is it's cheap. A big part of it is yeah, it's cheaper. Um, I mean, it's just like insanely expensive to live in big cities. And you know, you have kids like fresh out of college, a lot of debt, entry level positions. They're not going to be able to afford rent for like two thousand plus dollars. Yeah.
0: Um, and they and they can work remote too, so that makes sense that they would go live somewhere cheaper. That's pretty, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, since like with remote work, like you don't have to be in the city. Like I think about like I started working for Relevant when I was in Nacogdoches, which doesn't really get much more rural than that. Um and so it's just interesting because for so long there were all these trends of everyone moving to the city and so now they're moving away and it's in, I'm curious to see kind of I don't know like how that shifts culture I, if it does at all. I think
2: hipsters are going to save society. Hear me out, right?
3: All the all the
2: technological <laughs> right. advances they're all being held back by hipsters, right? Going back to vinyls, going back to planting seeds. Hipsters are bringing back like (laughs) traditional, old school, like foundational culture, (laughs) planting seeds, cassette tapes, anything that's old school, vintage, right? Like everything. And they're making so much money. Like you go to the farmer's markets. Guess what? They know how to plant. They know how to make fresh bread. They're bringing us back. All these new technological advances. I don't know. I'm 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 starting to think the hipsters are going to save us all. They're going back to rural. They're going to camping. I don't know how to camp, you know. The only time I see camping are like homeless people. I feel I, like I, homeless I, people see camping people and they're like, "How dare you," you know, because they're doing the same thing
1: with the tent. I I got I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I, I I I understand the take, but if you've been to a farmers market, I think you'll like a hipster farmers market. I, I go every Saturday, the L.A. Farmer's Market. Can I be honest? I think Farmer's Markets, and I'm a person who those awkward situations. <laughs> But I think I think I think farmers markets are some of the oh, most yeah, awkward really places yeah. that you can visit you're right. because they line up these little right. tents, yeah. okay? Right, and they have right. their fold up table, and 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 half of them are like yes, weird yes. hot sauces. That there's <laughs> right. no way I'm buying. There is no way. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I have no there's interest no even in try your hot sauces. There's no like, way. Put it on your finger. I'm, I'm
2: like, what? The, put it on my finger.
1: Yeah, fourteen dollars. <laughs> 14 I could buy a case yeah. of Texas Pete yeah. or sriracha <laughs> Old for day. this price. And, and and like to your point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or it's some weird little craft like thing with beads yeah, and hot glue it and is. it's like I have to look at I and you can't just like a oyster shell christmas you're ornament. Right, Jesse. I mean, what honestly, am I doing right. with this? The, the <laughs> hand painted oyster shells that I'm going to use yeah. for decorative purposes. I have to look at that person in the eye yeah. walking down. The, they they cram those little tents so close to each other that you funnel through. You're looking at the craftsperson in the eye yeah, and they can buying. see.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. You I feel obligated. Not, the I'm obligation is awful at those things because as soon as you make yeah. conversation, you're like, I got to sp- give you 15 bucks. Can I give you five dollars and not buy anything and
1: walk away from you? <laughs> Here you go.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. Can I give you five dollars <laughs> and just exit this conversation?
0: Like, but that's what I'd like. like to I came do. for vegetables. I don't want to buy your <laughs> <Yeah>. art.
1: <laughs> you I, know, I always feel bad for the booths where
3: like there's a ton of people at one booth because it's like yeah. something nor- like someone selling like coffee or something like that. That's normal. And then it is next yeah. to the weird like dolphin sculpture. Yeah, yeah, it's like dolphins for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And, like, and I'm like, like hand embroidered yeah. dog clothes. And like truly like, no, no one's like, at the booth, and they're just like looking at the other booth, like longing, wishing someone would talk to them. And I notice it and then I walk the yeah, other yeah, way because yeah. I can't it's do it. It's the quiet despair
0: yeah. and and longing. And they're they're the, the older a lot of they're times. Trying to- it's sad, especially
1: if you walk if you walk around. Like you ever go to oh, the yeah, back yeah. of the farmers' barn farm farm where, where they search. have all the U Hauls <laughs> where they hauled all this. Yeah, yeah. Or, or or like, or you ever you know when they're packing up and it's like, dude, that that, that out of state license plate. They yeah, haul they, all, they're all that carnival people here. before this. Okay, they, now they're doing this new hospital. They're traveling. Yeah, they're traveling family. They they haul. They hauled those handmade cat clothes <laughs> all the way here from three states over. And like, if you're walking by and you make eye contact, that's the mistake. Because they're yeah. like, oh, would you like to see something? Yeah, And what, what are you going to say? We need what gas are you, gonna say? you know, <laughs> we need to across get the home, street for me is the buy big, a
2: really, really big one every weekend. And man, there is like some where, you know, people are just like Emily said, everyone's like there and you're like, oh, fresh bread with this. And then right next to it, it's like a guy who sells insurance and you're like, nobody's here to get insurance. What are you doing? <laughs> All he has is like just the, the little flag behind him and he's just sitting there in a suit. And I'm like, hey, you know, like what are we doing here? Yeah.
3: Try, Can you imagine getting your best. insurance at a
2: farmer's I market? I know.
0: Farmer's insurance? <laughs> I
3: mean... Think, think about it. You
0: you go just get your insurance license. You're trying to set up shop. You don't have any clients. Yeah, you're it's true. The guess, yeah. You go out to the farmer's market. I get it. Why he's there?
3: We no, just but don't know. Like, who's going to go yeah. up to that and be like, you know what? I have been thinking about getting insurance. I'm glad I saw you at the farmer's yeah. market.
2: Or register to vote. That's another thing I'm seeing a lot. Being registered to
3: vote at the farmer's market. You're like... That one makes a little more sense yeah. to me, but...
1: Here's why: because you get in an awkward conversation with se- someone selling like a lamp that looks like a giant pine cone that costs like four hundred dollars, and you're like, "Oh, let's put a pin in this." I, I do have yeah. to update my insurance. Oh, real quick. insurance actually. And then you-, you know, it's like, "Oh, I didn't realize the vote this people pine are cone here. reminded yeah. me." Yeah, so I'll probably wait on the lamp.
0: <laughs> hey, did y'all see that the rocks uh, wax statue got repainted darker, and that the uh, museum admitted that it was quote wider than it should have been they just yeah just, this it one was international <laughs> news yeah anyway it just did you not the see the rock them? he he was he was it was this whole thing on instagram last week or last week he, he they did de- a wax statue or a wax uh-huh. museum in paris debuted the rock and it was like this he was white. oh wow i, mean, I he saw was the little the wayne one that's the one ever that everyone's
2: talking about right now that's the another li- one yeah, yeah. okay
0: well yeah yeah It went from the rock did, to little wayne th- little wayne's is in la so did they, that's even worse Do they Like.
1: No, this was a tough this was a tough week for <laughs> yes. for Wax Fire, okay? So. Yep. B- because in both the both incidences, Lil just though. Wayne was like, "Hey, great job! It looks nothing like me." And The Rock, everyone's burning it. I get it, but how yeah. would you like to be the wax artist? I know, I feel it, you terrible. You know what I mean? It's like you, you, know how hard it is. <laughs> what, what if my work back was to put the on public display egos. and everyone's finding a reason?
0: <laughs> I just I mean, we ran am I'm gonna go back to my candle business. <laughs> we ran an article yesterday of like the 20 you know worst celebrity wax That's statues because wax statues are celebrity wax statues are having a moment right now. So we wanted to.
3: So Anyway, he got repainted. He has a tan now. I would actually love to see like the 20 best celebrity oh, wax figures because yeah. I think that would be even harder to find 20 because they're just all like there are some where I, I mean, you know, I pride myself on celebrity knowledge. There were some I would look at the wax figure and it was like, I actually don't know who yeah, that is. absolutely. And then I would look up who it was supposed to be. And I was like, oh, so they've never seen that person or they were just doing it from memory they didn't actually look at a picture of this person.
0: The funniest ones are the ones you, in like in like yes, Belarus and yes. Romania, <laughs> and it's like they are not licensed at, at, at all. all. <laughs> like the, they went rogue. Yeah, those are great.
1: Do you have to license. Like what's preventing me from just getting a hunk of wax and I, giving my best shot? Wow, you know, like who am I paying? Who am I licensing? I'm sending you girl? guys an article right now
2: that I, I was the New York Post at Prince Williams. Did you guys post that one? The Prince Williams one.
1: I don't think oh I did. I know which one you're talking he about, but that, I don't horrend- think I made
2: He looks scary. I might need to update it. He look his face. His, <laughs> why would you make his teeth? I mean, it's, I guess it looks like him, but I just posted it right now. But his teeth right there is the scary part. Is like they gave him the Austin Powers well, treatment. Well, <laughs> it's, it's in Poland. That's in Poland, <laughs> of course. Exactly what you said, Cam. Yeah, it's like see? always international
0: with Maybe this. Maybe they did yeah. it on purpose. Look. Look at Kate Middleton. She looks like she's the chomper teeth. They're like, da, 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 you know, <laughs> like they just, just stuck it in yeah. her mouth. But, but thing about
1: it. You you have Madame yeah, Tussauds at top of the food chain, right? There, Because how many wax celebrity carving artists <laughs> are there, right? All of Madame Tussauds is taking the cream <laughs> of the crops. The Madame other Tusset's. ones are off to Poland. Yeah. yeah, and the the other ones, you know, like you obviously everyone else is gonna be second rate. Not everyone can have their work in Times Square, or you or can't whatever, have it in L.A. You know? next to the Scientology <laughs> Tough building. Tough beat. I just wonder how you get <laughs> yeah. started
3: in like your wax yeah. celebrity figure <laughs> career. Like, are you just like sculpture? Well, I mean, well, I
0: mean co- colleges art programs have sculpture You know, they're yeah, people know in I mean, people in the like, Mark to- Twain
2: face thing. They're the ones who do this too. Uh, yeah,
0: all of those busts would, well, and stuff I, are made from wax first. Then they pour the mold would, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Is
1: it wax or clay? I uh, different.
3: I don't know if it makes that much of a difference. Uh, I was yeah,
1: part clay, of the probably, Savannah yeah. School of Art and Design fellowship for uh, celebrity wax <laughs> or, uh, statues. It's great
0: program. I got a B plus on program. my Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I got the skin color wrong.
3: <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say like I just want to know like when they like debut it like so, surely someone else. Did some sort of quality control, you yeah. know? Like, does no one look at it before they yeah. debut it and are like, actually,
0: Close enough. <laughs> well, the thing about the rock one, I told Emily, like, aside from the wrong skin color, like it just didn't look. He looked like, like the him, yeah, right? he, he looked like the video game guy from Hitman. If you zoomed in on the individual parts of the face, his cheekbone, his jawline, his nose, his forehead, his temple, all the stuff, they all were accurate, but in the in the when you zoom out together they didn't look like the rock you know what I mean it's like so I don't know what to change it's like the whole head shape was just a little off or whatever but like yeah it's just it's this thing of like this the artist is in there doing all the fine details and then somebody else walks in and goes "I don't look anything like the person you know (laughs) anyway I don't know
3: it's a tough it's a wormhole when you go
0: through I just like when
3: celebrities stand next to it like when after it's like unveiled and they stand next to it you can like see the pain on their face when they're like yeah "Yeah, this is me yeah
0: tough uh, OK, what's the last thing that uh, what's the last uh, thing?
3: last thing really quick um, that it is just kind of important to know? Uh, Meta is currently being sued by 42 attorney generals uh, who allege that features on Facebook and Instagram are addictive and aimed at kids and teens to keep them online longer. That was the point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Their entire business is yeah. keep people looking at our app so we can show you kind more ads. And now we're getting right. sued for. So that's what's interesting well. about this
3: is that is true like that. The point of social media or, you know, Meta's mission is, yeah, to keep people on their app. But these attorney generals are arguing that it's up to Meta to make sure that young users are, um, sort of taken care of and watched out for because they're, they're aware of the negative effects that being on social media can have on young kids. And so they're kind of putting the pressure on Meta to keep kids offline. I think this is interesting. It, it is. It's a more, to me,
0: that's like a moral, you know, vague yeah. gray area. I mean, because the headline I saw was like, be- Meta's being sued for addiction. You I know, even, like yeah. they have <laughs> tilted their thing toward addiction. But my thing is like, okay, pl- apply that elsewhere. Uh, is Netflix going to get sued for the uh, up next, you yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. next episode yeah. to start playing? Addicting you to binge watching is. Is or
1: an, it, art, uh, an artist that puts out a really good album and it's like man I like I just the addiction I'll be honest yeah.
2: with you I love scrolling and I love doing it and I think our generation though in this room we know when to stop that's the I think the issue is that they don't we know when to stop I think they don't just know I don't know
3: but to but to your point like I had to learn how to stop like that wasn't something that Facebook taught me or quite honestly even my parents taught me like that was something that I had to recognize yeah, self-control is yeah
0: think about like mcdonald's you Boom. they want to get that's you addicted to their fries they offer you a super size but you can say no i'd like a medium you know like it, it's not mcdonald's fault the for 29 making it available cents upgrade co- co- coercing me with a price mm-hmm. incentive to get more you know like it's cheaper if i get more right well am i going to sue mcdonald's now for doing that i, I do i just don't see the law that's being broken right here exactly mm-hmm. like What are the boundaries on this? Like, okay, so you can't have an addictive product? You can't apply that across society. Here's what we
2: need to do. This is what these attorney generals need to deal with. We need to sue Candy Crush. And then all of them will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You've (laughs) gone too far because they're all addicted to Candy Crush and they don't want to admit it. It's like it's our addiction that bothers them. I play it.
4: Yeah, everybody. I mean (laughs) – I was, I, really I was watching still, something where a famous still. celebrity
2: <laughs> was stuck at an airport for like, did anybody hear about that story? Like three days and he got addicted. Like, he, you know, he has the money too. So he's like buying upgrades and stuff like that. Like he spent like 50 grand in three days on Candy Crush. So. Oh my gosh.
1: Cameron, Cameron you still play Candy Crush? I
0: do. So I took a few years <laughs> off. I took a few this years off like you're playing for a sport league. I was a, tu- I was a 2000. I was in the early wave of it trying
3: to think it was maybe 13 I don't know or if 14. you should brag about being an early wave of Candy Crush
0: <laughs> no 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 I, I wasn't on the first then. wave I was on a trip <laughs> I was on a trip with a buddy a very impressive person and he told me hey do you play Candy Crush it's so great for de-stressing and just kind of killing a few minutes you should you should try out Candy Crush and I was like okay you know I trust this dude I started playing it played it a lot and then like five years later, I was just like, I got to stop playing Candy Crush because it was like my go to. I'd pick up my phone and just mindlessly play Candy Crush. And so I stopped playing it for a few years. I picked it up about a, six months ago or whatever. It's
3: great. can you? How much money have you it. spent on Candy Crush? Be honest.
0: I'm very, very intentional to not pay money, which is why I'll get stuck I'll pay on money. a level. I don't care. I'm the person. I'm then. the person that pays money. I will. <laughs> if you wait long enough. It wants you to keep playing, and it knows that you're not going to pick it up as much if you're dead ended. So if you wait long enough, it'll it'll like, hey, well, we missed you. Here's you'll a little watch a two minute at this level. What level so,
3: are you yeah, on on Candy Crush? Five thousand something. See? Oh my god.
0: My, my only my
1: my only relationship with Candy Crush was back in the day because I think I, I don't play the game. But to my recollection, if you got stuck at a level, you could pay money or yeah. early on, you could send an invite to a friend yeah. to go play the game. Yeah. And, and if you got the invite, they would give you Lives little candy yeah, yeah. points. I would get so many texts like, hey, man, you don't have to play, but just help me out. Can you can you accept? I'm like, no, I'm not. Stop texting me. I'm not. In, I'm not joining. It's not going to happen. Like, just figure out the level, man. I I would get blown up for for like a two month period.
0: Five thousand forty four. Wow. Five thousand forty four. Toward the end of Even the... know if that's
1: good. Wow, that's like a
2: Scientology level. Been stuck oh there God. for a few days. You're like uh, you're with Zeno right now. <laughs> yeah. On the you're like Tom Cruise's level. That's how high you are, and right that's pretty awesome. You're yeah, the Tom Cruise. Yeah, of yeah Candy, candy Crush, Crush Tom
0: Cruise. <laughs> And that's after taking like three years off too. That's a all. hiatus. We're that's my personality, though. Yeah. Addic- I have a I have a, I have an addictive personality, and I'm aware of it. And then I'll go like cold turkey. You know, like I have no boundaries, and then I have complete boundaries. You know, like that's me with Candy Crush.
3: I mean, I should better Candy Crush than. Other things yeah, So Drugs Yeah
0: Hard cocaine Yeah Alright so that was the last item That uh, Meta's getting sued and, and I'm gonna put a class action suit Into Candy Crush next Okay yeah. I'm jumping on that Alright stay tuned Up next Ellie Holcomb joins us i listening to shallow alcove the song is we're all doomed so uplifting well relevant has a lot happening this year and we don't want you to miss a thing make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com, and we'll send you our top five trending stories into your inbox every weekday we'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes some uh, fan extras and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. Well, our guest today is Ellie Holcomb. She's a singer-songwriter who's gearing up for a national tour with her husband, Drew Holcomb, of Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors, who just happened to be featured in our latest magazine issue, if you saw it. Uh, We sat down with her to talk about working with her husband, how she keeps her relationships healthy, and what we can expect from her next. Here's our conversation with Ellie Holcomb.
3: Well, you announced that you and Drew will be heading on a tour soon. Um, I love seeing y'all's relationship on social media. What is the key to a healthy marriage?
4: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I love that you're saying healthy because it is not perfect <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. I still feel like I'm learning and I'm so grateful for that. You know, like I feel like I never want to stop being curious. I never want to stop learning how to better love my people. Um, and so I would say, um, one of the things that has been really helpful for us, I'll say two things. Um, one's a, a recent thing where a re-entry is really hard when you've been, I mean, when, and I guess this is not like a universal thing cause not everybody leaves for like eight weeks on the road <laughs> and then comes home. Um, but I, w- there was just like a miscommunication that happened. Right. When Drew got off the road, uh, we were able to spend fall break together, which was so sweet. Um, but, you know, it's like I've kind of been doing the solo parenting thing, like hold, keeping the track on the, the train on the tracks, you know, at home. And um, coming back into that, there's like a lot of learning. Oh, this has shifted in the way that we're doing this. And so communication is really important. But um, there was a miscommunication and I was frustrated about it. And in that frustration, the way I was communicating, that was like not the best or most loving way. And Drew was able to say to me in this moment, hey, um, you're not, I know you're not trying to do this to me right now. And I know that because I trust you. But the way you're saying this is making me feel a lot of shame. And I was like, the fact, like just how beautiful trusting somebody's intention is, like their heart, even if they're not in a great way, (laughs) like communicating what is in their heart. And that trust and that expression of that trust in the middle of a place where he could have had the total right to be like, well, you're being like this, you know, uh, his choice to be vulnerable, to let me in, to let me into how what I was communicating was not making him feel great. Like was intimacy, like into me, you see, he's like, Hey, I'm just letting you in here. I trust you. I don't think this is what you're trying to make me feel, but this is what I'm feeling. And it just, you know, like, oh my gosh, it just changed the whole environment. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to do that at all. And, and I just wonder what would that look like? Like that was so beautiful, like in our relationship, but I'm like, man, even if like we pulled that into any relationship that we're in, like, Hey, actually, I just want to let you in. This is making me feel not great the way that this is going. <laughs> and I mean, even if I think about pulling that into my relationship with God, right? Like you're like, Oh God, I am not doing good right now. <laughs> I do not understand. Um, but I, tr- I'm going to choose to trust you and trust your heart for me is good. That is, that was a, kind of an atmosphere shifter for me, Um, that choosing to trust even in a hard place. Um, And then the other thing that we do every year that is so helpful, uh, we take a state of the union trip. Uh, So at the beginning of the year that kind of like looks back on what worked, what did not work, and then kind of looks forward on like how we want to be intentional with our friendships, with our community, with our kids, with each other, with our work, with our time with our money, just everything. It's like a, it's really, re, it's been a, a very grounding thing. And sometimes state of the union trip is somewhere super fun. Sometimes it's like a hotel down the street for one night, depending on how young our babies have been. So, um, that has been I, like, I think even if I like, I like to say that, cause I think that could apply not just to like a married couple, but to like, People who are single, like just like a very intentional time of saying, okay, what was working for me? What can I let go of last year that like did not work? And then how do I want to move with intention into the next year? Just taking a little bit of time to do that is, has been, yeah, grounding.
3: I just love how it's really sweet to see y'all be like so supportive of each other's careers, um, which I'm sure is not always easy, but um, it's not like a competition. Like you, you're excited to tour together and you're excited to write together and like work together.
4: And yet as, as I grow older, I realize like, if I'm willing to like walk into, you know, the hard things and wrestle, um, there's a lot of goodness. And, and as it turns out, like so far for me, every hard thing that I've ever entered into every time I've let myself really grieve, you know, um, maybe even where grieve, where I thought I was going to be. And then where I am, you know, like to like, just let myself feel sorrow over that. Um, I can honestly say I've encountered the love of God in every low place that I've let myself visit. And so, and and those encounters in the low places, in the shadow lands, um, are probably uh, my biggest evidence of God's love for me. So I'm so grateful for that. Hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Drew I'm walking in. That's
3: so sweet. I love hearing about that. I'd love to know. Like, do you? I don't know. Like, have any advice for like having like a healthy marriage healthy relationship I, it feels like y'all have a healthy ones so i'd love to hear the secret <laughs> it's
4: so hard and um i am gonna give some advice that i heard i think it was conan o'brien he got the chance to do go from the late late show to the late show and that ended up not working out and on his last show drew quotes this a lot um but he is like you know I want to be really honest, this is not how I wanted this story to go, like this was hard that this didn't work out. And here's my advice that I would give for people who are walking through something that is hard that did not work out. I can guarantee you that life will not go like you think it will. Pretty much always, it never is going to go exactly like you planned, but if you work hard and if you are kind to people along the way. You are going to discover a lot of beauty, even on the journeys that you didn't think that you were going to take. And I can honestly say that that has been true for me, like um, to show up, to work hard and to show up and to be kind, um, not only to others, but to myself (laughs) and to be like, oh, honey this is hard. It's okay that this is hard. You can, you can cry. You can grieve this. You can feel frustrated over this. Um, but then to kind of get up and, and be kind to myself in those places and kind to others. Um, I don't know. I can just say you're, you're never, I've never regretted that. I've never regretted working hard and I've never regretted being kind to myself and to others. And so to let that be a way forward to just take the next right step and to know, I think you know, I'm a person of faith. I don't know if everybody listening, you know, as faith oriented, but, but I think there is this idea for me, there's so much beauty and comfort for me in knowing, um, that there is a presence of love on every step of the journey. And, and, you know, for me, like in those low places and those places where the, the journey has taken turns that I'm like, I did not want this to be my story. Right? Like, we all have stuff you're like, oh, I did not want to have to do this. This was not part of the 20 year plan. Um, to know that there's a presence of love, even there, has been such a deep comfort to me. And it shaped me. Let the truth ring clear. stronger, stronger than your fear. Well,
3: yeah, it's funny because I was actually not planning on asking you anything about advice, I was planning on asking you about. The tour and music But I just felt like we needed to go there And I'm glad we did Because that was some that was some good stuff um, I know you need to wrap up But I do want to actually ask about the tour and music Before we yes. have to go um, Okay, so the tour is happening The one with Drew Although, am I allowed to ask about the Lauren one? Can we talk about that?
4: <laughs> well, I can for sure say this okay. I will be uh, at Miramar Beach She's doing a three-day stint there That has been announced and there's probably more tour dates ahead. Wink, wink. Her. Okay. So stay tuned for that. She feels like, oh, Laura Daigle feels like, I don't know, a sister. She's such a kindred spirit. So, so grateful for that. Um, uh, any opportunity I get to spend time with her, to write with her, um, to perform with her is such a gift. So, And then I feel the same way about Tori with Drew. It's like one of my favorite things There he goes right behind us. (laughs) We love it so much. Um, So uh, that is really fun. So new music coming will be coming with him. And then I'm working on a project that I'm really excited about right now. Um, That is a Psalms, little Psalms EP. Um, I've got a devotional called Fighting Words. That's like a hundred days of speaking truth into the darkness. And um, I'm releasing an extended version of that in the spring, um, with like 10 more like devotional really of like what I call like lifer versus for me, I don't know in a hundred days, how I left 10 of my most favorites, <laughs> off. but somehow that happened. And when they asked me if I would write some more, I was like, actually, yes. Um, so I am releasing, um, an EP that I hope will feel, like a green pasture for people um, to sit in. That is just kind of straight songs that are really like kind of almost straight scripture. Um, And that has been such, I'm that's what I'm going to do right, right after this, I'm going to finish up vocals on that record. I'm loving how that is turning out. And so that'll release this spring. And then I've got my calendar. Joy of joys is like so full of co-writes for my next like full length, Ellie Holcomb record. And I cannot wait about, I just am absolutely floored. It's like one of my favorite things to do is write. I feel like I'm following like a trail of breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a record. The next one that I'm going to make for me. Um, yeah, there's like this picture that I saw on Instagram and I, this has never happened to me before, but I was like, that's my record. Like I, that's going to be the record that I'm going to write. And, um, I don't know. I'm just so, I'm floored about it. I cannot wait.
3: That's exciting.
4: (laughs)
0: That was Ellie Holcomb. Make sure to go check out all of her albums. They're great. Her 2021 album is fantastic. And uh, make sure to get all the info about the tour she and Drew are about to start. You can find out more at her website. Okay, stay tuned. Up next, it's your feedback. listening to Malcolm Todd. The song is Mr. Incorrect, which was my uh, nickname when I was married. Mr. Incorrect. <laughs> I love I dark humor. Yeah. Uh, sadly, it was true. No joke. Today's show is brought to you in part by The Chosen. Season four of The Chosen is coming to theaters nationwide on February 1st. And this season has everything. Clashing Kingdoms rival rulers, and when they're threatened by the reality of Jesus' growing influence, religious leaders do the unthinkable, choose to ally themselves with the Romans. As the seeds of betrayal are planted in opposition to Jesus' message turns violent, he's left with no alternative but to demand his followers rise up. So get ready, relevant podcast listeners. February 1st is the big release day. Go get your tickets now at thechosenriseup.com. Okay, uh, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we looked at the calendar and realized that this is our Halloween episode or the last... Uh, not that's not true, we have one coming out on Halloween. But this is our last one for you to prepare for Halloween. Uh, if you are not inclined to do so, you can prepare for your church's Holy Ghost Weenie Roast or Harvest Party or whatever. Uh, we wanted to ask you for some hilarious, creative, timely Halloween costume ideas. Uh, you hit us up on x... And other platforms, at Relevant Podcasts and at Relevant Magazine. Here's some of our favorites.
1: All right. Uh, Kyle, I like this. Kyle's really thinking it through. He says, This feels like the last year to go as Ted Lasso.
0: Mm. I've been working
1: on my mustache for a few weeks now. Mm. I do feel like he's right. I feel like if you've been wanting to go as Ted Lasso, you know, you're, you're honestly. It's probably too late. It's too late. I think you can 20 get 21. away. But I think you can get but away I mean, with it. Ended it ended this 20 year, 20 so I, it's I see not where peak he's coming from. It's not peak. Yeah, it's not peak.
0: But I think you could get away. Yeah. with Yeah. If you, you go know? next year, so, yeah, it's But like... you got to do it. You got to do a twist. You got to do a retired Ted Lasso or something. You, you like you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's oh, back in the,
2: little Pepper. I, I like Katie Pierce's uh, binge because uh, this is a this is one that you could do in multiple different. So it's a Netflix binge watcher. It's the laziest, comfiest costume I could think of. I get to wear a cozy robe and slippers with a remote control. See, I would do the Tony Soprano. It's the same costume. I would do that. The, the <laughs> well, she has the out. remote
0: hanging out of the the pocket though. Which you, would she had. Yeah, you could do all that in for his Tony. Newspaper right.
2: and it's Tony Soprano. Newspaper and every morning he would wake up and he had the robe yeah. with the. Yeah, I would do, yeah, a little like a deli chills,
1: a little veal parmesan. Here's here's my concern, though. You walk around like that on Halloween with, like, a robe and yeah. slippers. Everyone's like, I am a tantrum. Is, is, is he, like, you're <laughs> not feeling good? Is, he got a, is he cold? I don't think you should be out. I think he should be quarantined. Like, because that's what people wear when they get COVID now. They get the robe and the pants and the slippers, you know? I think that that's a red flag to me. That That's that's a quarantine situation.
0: That, but, see, this is a versatile costume. A robe, slippers, blanket, remote. You could be Tony Soprano. You could be COVID. You could be classic on it. It's great.
3: It kind of reminds me of on The Office when Creed went, or like there's that one Halloween episode where like he walks in, he's like covered in blood or something like that, and he's like, "Oh, it's Halloween!" Yeah. Like how how convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you could get away with the COVID costume doing. That. Um, obviously, I like Samantha Richmond's. She said Britney Spears to celebrate her freedom, of course.
0: How do you go as Britney Spears?
3: I mean, she's like, you could you dress a couple up as knives. Not where I was going with that. I was going to think more of like, um, just like, I don't know, like one of her put like, music boa. video costumes. You put, you put
0: a boa around her neck, like a big snake, fake snake yeah. around your neck, and you carry two big butcher knives. Yeah. And then you're Britney Spears. And you
3: spin around, and no one will mess with you. Uh,
1: Harrison says, cocaine bear. Basically just a normal bear costume, but it's an excuse to be crazy and annoying all night long. Don't worry, no real cocaine. You got to put like
0: is. baby powder all over the snout.
1: Yeah,
3: because yeah. you know, how are like, they going like, to like? Otherwise, to, to... you're just like an annoying bear. Right, you're just an annoying bear, <laughs> not a cocaine bear. Yeah.
0: All right, well, there's more where that came from. There's there's a lot of good ideas. We'll we'll actually compile some of these, add some of our other classics, and do a, a article on the website. If you need some cheap costume ideas, but I think we got something with the robe. Yeah. That's a that's versatile. Like yeah. you, can, you can apply that because to you're a lot never of... going
1: to regret having the robe yeah. later. Like my my <laughs> my, Kinergy, my Knuff... <laughs> Hoodie that I'm wearing, I'm probably yeah. not going to rock that out in the mm, wild. You but should, a though. if I, on a
0: cold <laughs> Jesse, morning. You should never wear that again. That, that is a donation.
3: And I'm going to disagree strongly. It. Wear it
0: everywhere you possibly can. I, I, Joshua Armstrong says, Carmi from the Bear," mm. but what if he did cocaine Carmi from the Bear? Blend it. Be Ooh. a cocaine bear with a chef outfit on. Yeah, there you I go. I love See? a good
3: like play on like punny one. I think we were talking I about told it you. last week. Amazon Prime, Yeah, Amazon Prime
1: Time. It's, yeah. You're you're wearing a blue Amazon delivery shirt with a Colorado hat and 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 front Coach Prime sunglasses.
0: Yeah, you got to blend it. That's why. I, yeah, I, I like those the best. Uh there was a whole Netflix ep- or Netflix New Girl episode, Halloween and Winston's girlfriend went as it, like they were having couple issues, mm-hmm. like they weren't yeah. they just weren't in sync and she went uh her Calo- her Halloween costume was raining cats and dogs. <laughs> So she wore like a regal cape and and Queen's hat and then just put cats and dog like stuffed animals all yeah, over it. She her. was raining cats and dogs and just Winston could not understand. <laughs> and the whole bit throughout the entire episode, nobody got her pun, you know, like and this was just this sealed the deal for Winston that we are not on the same page relationally. <laughs> it's, I'm a cop. And you're raining cats and dogs. This makes no sense as a couple's costume. It was just it was the thing that, you know,
3: I think my favorite one of my favorite costumes I've ever done was in college. I my friends and I, we went as Sleeping Beauties where we wore pajamas. (laughs) But then we did like our hair and makeup, like a pageant queen kind of thing and like wore a tiara. So then I got to wear pajamas all night long and everyone was like, oh, your costume's so clever. I bought that nightgown for five bucks from Walmart. It was a great time. Yeah.
0: So you did, you did like toddlers and tiaras, like pageant face and hair. with Yeah, I like curled pajamas. my hair,
3: like put a tiara on, did like That's great. huge, like yeah. all my makeup. Beauty.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, it was great. I like
3: it. It's a thinker.
0: The thinker. Raining cats and dogs. All right. Uh, okay, that'll do it for last week. So there's a lot more where that came from. And like I said, we'll put I'll put an article together as well at relevantmags.com. Okay, it's time for this week's...
3: Editorial question
0: of the week. Hey. All right, well, okay. So this is the last episode before Halloween. We have a Halloween episode coming up. But the feedback or your feedback that we're about to ask you will be for the first episode in November. So officially full on fall, looking ahead... <laughs> Holiday season, cool weather, crisp weather, all the things. But we want to know for this week's question of the week: What's your least favorite thing about fall? Least I got, favorite? I got one. What? Fake what? cobwebs.
1: Fake cobwebs. Let's. You want the real stuff? Okay. Well, I, I get the other decor. That's but, but not fall. something you would yeah. wipe off. You know, like if I go into a store and they got fake cobwebs everywhere, I'm out. I, I don't want fake cobwebs. You know? That's because it might be real thing. cobwebs.
0: That's not a fall thing. That's a Halloween thing. That's Halloween's in the fall.
1: Yeah, yeah, but the first half this is of fall, November. first half of fall, fake cobwebs are in half the stores I go
0: in. I don't, I, I don't want to brush up against it. I don't, I don't want to. I think we're thinking more along the PSL pumpkin spice cinnamon broom. You type take of it league. how you and want Not it. the Halloween stuff. Halloween's behind us.
1: Halloween's behind us. Well, some people leave up the decorations too long, and then, then, then you got a real predicament.
0: Yeah, my thing is, when do you put up Christmas? Because some people, as soon as Halloween's over, Christmas goes up, and then they take a three-day reprieve that we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. But they do two months of Christmas, essentially. It's yeah, like, it's pick a lane. We are now The in mall the actually has month.
2: the Christmas tree up already right now. The mall by my house has a Christmas tree up already. Too early. Yeah. I think my worst thing about the, is the pumpkin spice soaps. Like, why do they think men want to buy pumpkin spice deodorant or pumpkin spice... You know, old spice. I
3: think that's so women will think you smell good. Yeah, but
2: I don't think it's – it doesn't smell like pumpkin spice. It smells like a chemical uh, exploded (laughs) in like – I don't know. It's it's a little bit odd. So the other day I went to Target and they have like Native, which I think is their brand. But it's all pumpkin spice men Mm -hmm. stuff. So it's like pumpkin spice deodorant, pumpkin spice. And then now they have pumpkin spice Twinkies, pumpkin – like it's out of control now. It's not cool. We're done. Out of control.
0: Yeah. All right, so hit us up on uh, X at Relevant Podcast and tell us your least favorite things about fall. Not Halloween decoration related. It can be. (laughs) But (laughs) fall. Well, before we wrap things up, I want to thank Ellie Holcomb for joining us. Make sure to check her out on tour with her husband, Drew Holcomb, and the neighbors later this year. Also, uh, make sure to head over to RelevantMagazine.com every weekday where we are covering the intersection of faith, culture, and everything in between. Follow us on all the socials for the latest. And if you want to get our best content sent to your inbox every weekday morning, sign up for our newsletter right there at the website. Uh, If you want ad-free unlimited content experiences, uh, this podcast ad-free, our website ad-free, our digital magazine ad-free, and everything else, uh, go and check out Relevant Plus. Plans start as low as two fifty dollars a month. It's the best way to experience our content. We appreciate the support. All the info is right there at relevantmagazine.com. Okay, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Emily Brown. It's Marty. We will see you on, well, Halloween, on Tuesday. Have a great weekend, everyone.
1: But if you did choir tour, you got out of school for several days.
2: Relevant Podcast Network.
3: Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture.